Hi, my name's Jason. I'm the senior pastor at Chilton Church. We hope all our messages will help you connect more fully with God's love, grow as his follower, and share his hope with those around you. Thanks so much for joining us. Really what I wanted to illustrate with that, which may, may be quite obvious, is you know we've, we've heard don't judge a book by its cover. I would say don't judge a present by its wrapping. Um, because I wanted to show us that something that can look really bare on the outside can be very full on the inside. You know, we had this present that was beautifully wrapped. I did not wrap that. I'm not capable of that. My wife wrapped that. And yet inside was a tangerine, which some people would really appreciate, but didn't quite match the wrapping. And so there's this beautifully wrapped present. Inside there's a tangerine. And yet the one that had tape around it, just patches of of, of paper on it was filled with some sweets and filled with chocolates and filled with some stickers. And it's just to remind us that Jesus came into this world as a fragile baby in a dirty manger surrounded by animals in one of the most amazing stories and yet kind of, kind of bare. And yet Jesus himself is the most full being in the world. He came as a fragile baby and yet he was completely full in every way. And we've been going through this, this for our Christmas series over the last three weeks. We've been looking at John's perspective at the Christmas story. We've been looking at what John has to say about Jesus and when he, when he came into the world. And he reminds us that Jesus' story began long before Christmas. His story began long before he was born. He was the eternal word of God. He is the eternal word of God that has existed before all things and is the reason that all things exist. And his goal John, and we're going to look at, look at the last few verses of our section we've been covering over the last couple of weeks. His goal for us is for us to see that fullness, to see Jesus as more than the baby, the fragile baby boy in our nativity scenes, but to see him as the creator God who came to save the world. And so he writes in, in John's gospel, chapter one, verse 14, he says, the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we have seen his glory. Glory is of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. You see, John is pointing us to something that we see. He's pointing us to a sight that changes us. I don't know if you've ever seen a sunrise that just brings up emotions in you. You've seen a painting that you just connect with in such a way. Sometimes the things that we see connect with our emotions, connect with us in such a powerful way. And John is saying that there's something that's been seen by the disciples, seen by the apostles, seen by hundreds and thousands of people that has changed lives. They have seen something that is on display. Jesus come in the flesh to display something, to unveil something, to draw back the curtain so that there could be a sight that would change lives. You see, what is God's glory? That's what the sight is. He says, Jesus has come to reveal the glory of God. That's the, the tagline of our series is glory. Jesus has come to reveal the glory of God, fragile on the outside, and yet that baby completely full of the glory of God, come to display God's glory. And he talks about it as being full of grace and full of truth. And so I want to talk to us this morning about God's glory as his fullness. And his fullness made clear, his fullness made so apparent, made something that we can actually see. I don't know if you... Um, have read any interesting stories. I read an interesting story lately about a guy who um, f discovered this box in his parents' home. I think he got the house in his inheritance. 
and he found this like trunk. And inside this trunk was this old pair of jeans, really old pair of jeans. And he, he could have just thrown them away, but he noticed something odd. He noticed they were a Levi pair of jeans, but they had one pocket, which is actually apparently not normal. Apparently all G Levi's jeans after a certain year have two pockets. But this one had one back pocket or something like that. And so he took it to someone and he, and, and he, and he showed the, the Levi's people. And they were, they were said, this is rare. These don't exist anymore. This is worth so much money. And they said, we'll give you $75,000 for it. He's like, pair of jeans I found in the trunk of my parents' house. I'm going to get $75,000. But he was quite smart. He actually said, no, I'll hold out for a better offer. He eventually got $100,000 for an old pair of jeans that he discovered. And what happened was that pair of jeans that seemed so bare became apparent, became clear that it was worth so much more. The same thing happens when not with us. When we hear the story of Jesus, we can engage with it in a way where we just see the bare minimum. We just see what's there. Story about a baby, born in history, some stuff happened. Or we can see the value of who he really is. We can look past the, the plane and see beyond the natural and see that supernaturally Jesus is revealing God's glory and God's glory is his complete fullness I know on a weekly basis I sometimes feel empty I feel drained I feel tired either I've run out of energy or I've decided to on the rare occasion go for a run and I get back home and I'm like I am empty I know I won't feel empty after lunch this afternoon but 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 God is completely full in every way imaginable, Jesus came to show us the fullness of God. He never has a lack. He's always giving and without lack. He's full in worth, full in value, full in beauty, full in love and perfection. He's completely loving, completely just, perfectly merciful, full of joy and peace and grace and truth. And the resources of his glory are unending, without measure. He can never overspend. Wouldn't you like to have a card like that? He can never overspend. He can never run out. He can never tire. He never needs to sleep because his glory is the reality that he is completely full in and of himself. He never needs He's always giving. And Jesus comes to display that. He comes to display that God's glory is God's fullness. And from his fullness, he's giving to us. He is offering to us. He says in verse 16, for from his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. And we looked at a week earlier in verse, I think it's 12, where Jesus says, for those who, John says, for those who have received Jesus have, the, have been given the right to be called children of God. And so to receive Jesus is to believe, to trust him, to wholeheartedly give yourself to him. And what we see in this verse is that when we receive Jesus in that way, when we receive him in the way that says, I believe and trust my whole life to you, we also then receive from his fullness. We receive from that unending resource of joy, joy for ourselves. We receive from that unending resource of peace, peace for ourselves. 
we receive from that vast ocean of love, love for ourselves and love to be able to give to others. When we receive Jesus in that special way, like we receive a gift, we are receiving an endless supply of grace upon grace upon grace. God's grace is not just about forgiveness for sin. It is about power for life. It is about hope and peace and joy. And as we by faith receive Jesus as our Savior, as our God, we receive fullness from Him and from His fullness. He comes to receive that, to to give that to us as we just open ourselves in a posture of faith for receiving. We can today still be receiving from God's fullness. It might be surprising to you to think that God is, is pouring out onto human beings today some of himself, some of his own riches and resource, but he is. And it might even seem unexpected. I read another story about an inheritance because really it's, it's, it's just like receiving an inheritance. But I read, I read a story of an unexpected inheritance of a young lady and her mother passed away, and so she was, um, she was, you know, she had grown up, and her mother was very simple, you know, always like tight, and like, we don't want to buy brand clothes, we're going to buy, you know, plain clothes, and we're going to play in house, and we don't want any flashy things, like was very, very tight, and she just assumed, growing up in that home, that they didn't really have much money. She just assumed that, well, you know, we've, just, we've got enough to get by with, this is great, we can, you know, we're eating, and she never, she never felt like she lacked, but she didn't didn't think that they had plenty riches, only to discover that when she looked at the inheritance, her mom had been saving away this massive sum of money, this huge sum, I think it was over a million dollars, just saved up and just overnight just came to her in this inheritance. And she was just flabbergasted, couldn't believe it. It was a life-changing inheritance for her. And in the same way, we can receive life-changing grace from God when we receive Jesus and all of the fullness that comes with Him. There is this unexpected fullness that we're told about that when we receive Jesus with faith comes into our lives. And it is life-changing and life-sustaining. God is always giving. He's never lacking. And we have this opportunity this morning on Christmas Day and every day after to say, God, I'm here and I'm trusting in you. Fill me up. Where there is is a lack of peace in my life, I know you can meet that need. Where there is a lack of love in my life, I know you can meet that need. Where I'm in need of mercy and forgiveness, you have it in abundance. It's new every morning. I don't have to rely on old mercies because you have enough to give me a new mercy every single day. It's like we're a glass of water underneath one of those taps that's connected to the ocean. And God's just able to give so much more than we could even dream of asking for. We don't have an imagination big enough to know what God is able to provide for us when we in faith receive Jesus. Isn't that encouraging? Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that a present worth unwrapping? And so John continues in verse 17 and 18. He says, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. 
No one has ever seen God, the only God who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. For the law was, oh, sorry, my bad. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. See, Jesus came so that we could know God and know this fullness. God, God came in the person of Jesus so that we could know him and receive him. And in receiving him, receive all the fullness of his grace and mercy and peace and his joy and his love. We can today know God through Jesus and receive from that ocean of his glory, his fullness. The gift of hope who comes to all to receive him. And so let me encourage you. If, you, if you've received Jesus at one point in your life, if you've received him in that way that says, I believe and trust in Jesus, the baby born in a manger who died on a cross and was resurrected again because the resurrection gives meaning to the birth of Jesus. It makes it more than just the birth of a baby boy. It makes it the birth of our savior. So if you have not received Jesus in that way, I'd encourage you to do so. And if, if you have, may this be a, just a fresh reminder of all the fullness that you received in God when you received Jesus. That's God calling you now. <laughs> Wonderful. I know God has a sense of humor. It's the greatest gift we could ever receive is knowing God in the person of Jesus. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to find out more about the church and how to connect with us in person or online, wherever you are, please visit our website at www.chiltonchurch.org.uk.